With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest, the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their businesses and product ideas in exchange for our big money and cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Shunk, and these are my two biggest dollar bad boys. I'm talking about Jeremiah St. Baby. Hey, everybody. It's Jeremiah St. Baby. Stay wealthy, baby. Mm, yes, yes. And I'm also talking about Hank Ass. Always a pleasure, Sherman. Bringing the ass, the full ass, and nothing but the ass. Nothing but the ass. So help me God. <laughs> In perpetuity throughout the universe. Amen. I love it, and I like it. And people are talking about it. I'm walking around. I'm hearing people discuss it. They're talking about Hank Ass. They're talking about Jeremiah St. Baby. It's good stuff. And let me just say, it's about time. And I'm glad you said that. I want to know, what have you gosh darn boys been up to the last two weeks? It's been a couple of weeks. So I assume you guys have been freaking burning up new products in the lab. Maybe oh, you've been yeah. down, at the, down at the factory. Maybe you've been down in the, the freaking quarry. What's going yeah. on, my boys? Well, it's funny you should say quarry because um, I've not been in the lab. I know you guys know that I love to be in the lab. Uh, today, we've been down in the quarry. And we found so much marble that I'm thinking, you know, what are we going to do with all this marble? Guys, Jeremiah St. Baby Industries, what we've done is we've built the first fleet of all marble homes. Oh, wow. So everything in the house is marble. When you said uh, fleet, (laughs) I did not think that that would be, uh, you'd be saying homes. For ships, right. No, because marble would sink. And let me just say, Hank, it's so funny you should say that. We did build... Uh, an aircraft carrier out of marble and it sunk right away when it left oh, dry yeah. dock. Yeah. Right away. I was, I was going to say that you say fleet are these mobile homes. I wanna... We have got a, uh, a variant that is mobile and it's very tough to move. It so takes, it gets, let's call it just a, a stationary, stationary home, home, but it's on wheels. It's just, it's so heavy. The engine block drops out of it when you, when you really gun it and it oh, yeah. does not move. That's yeah. fun. It doesn't move, but we are making a fleet of homes. And everything's marble in there. You walk in, the door is marble, the toilet's marble, the countertops, of course, are marble, ceiling fans are marble. Wow. And we didn't stop there. Carpets marble, beds are marble. You want all marble furniture? We did it. I can't imagine it's easy to heat a home like that because I'll tell you what, one of my favorite things about marble is that it's a cool stone. Yes, you know, it's, it's the cool. kind of kind Very of stone cool. you can walk into your kitchen nude and lay across your marble counter, your marble island, perhaps. You have an island like yeah. me in, in my kitchen. Lay your nude body across those uh, that marble, and 
just cool out for a while, you know? You know, to your point, Sherman, uh, talking about laying your naked body out on a marble island, mm. more than once, dear listener, Sherman has, let's say, tricked me. I will ask him, what are you doing? What are you up to, Sherman? Where are you this week? And he'll be like, he'll say, I'm hanging out on my island. And it takes me more than a couple minutes to uh, learn exactly what he's talking about. I say, hey, oh, I, I'm, I'm on the island. I'm hanging out on the island. Hey, would you mind stopping by the house? And then they go to my house, and little do they know, I'm talking about I'm talking about my kitchen. Island. You're talking about yeah. They see you ass up, splayed out, <laughs> coy expression, winking at them. Ass up, splayed out. That's the life I'm all about. I mean, yeah, you you fooled me with that once or twice as well before. But you know, you're just cooling off, and you know, I'm cooling off. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me once, <laughs> shame on me. Uh, Hank, I want to know. What you've got going on? Well, I mean, we all know that um, I am somewhat responsible for the revival of the popularity of quarries themselves. Yes, yes. I am the person who, in the early 1990s, suggested Haim Saban (laughs) that uh, perhaps in each episode of the Power Rangers, they should spend 5 to 27 minutes fighting inside a quarry that's right yeah (laughs) that's what made that damn show goddammit. it who's watching power rangers and say oh i'm so excited to see uh the inside of a high school boring seen it oh who's oh i'm so excited to see a witch on a spaceship near the moon with a bunch of uh with a kiln that creates clay monsters that are given life boring snooze fest people came away from that show with one uniform opinion it was it's been so long since I laid eyes on the great American tradition of quarry. <laughs> there were episodes where the teens were fighting those monsters in the streets, and I received letters forwarded from Haim Saban showing me that I was right because he received letters from the viewing public telling him, We've seen it in the streets, we've seen it in the sheets. Show us the goods in the quarry. In the quarry. I like it. I will accept thank yous from anyone who has been profiting off of quarry extracts. I did as much for quarries as the Got Milk campaign did. Thank ass. I mean, holy hell, you really you you really did a number for him. Well, you know what? I did what I could. And I and it wasn't obviously it was not the first attempt to revive the quarry sensation. No, people have been trying for years, yeah. but there's only one person who can get it right. I worked with a number of popular light-hearted reggae artists to create the single Don't Quarry Be Happy. That's right. <laughs> and unfortunately, it seemed to send the message that quarries were bad. Don't quarry. Right. There, there was the, the VH, uh, VH1 show, The Two Quarries, about Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. You're thinking of the pilot, but we ended up redoing it beca- and to create a show where Corey and Corey would voice... Two sentient quarries. <laughs> yes. And we used green screen technology to put them side by side. That's and right. then they and then the dialogue mostly revolved around, you know, the sort of resources you could get from a quarry, how important they were to the American financial ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And the how economy lucky. they call that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not go with the financial ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's more fun, yeah. That's how I get away with calling myself an ecologist. You've been studying that green for quite some time. Money is so green. I'm talking about Canadian $20 bills. Canadian $20 bills. I'm all American money. I mean, I fucking hate any country that has no green bills. That's crazy to me. Yeah, me too. I won't do business with them. It's that simple. I won't fly my jet 
over any nation that doesn't have green money. I will, but only to drop a little cargo, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, okay, speaking of cargo, I, I want to tell you about what I've been working on here. We love treats in the nest. We, we are big treat heads. We love ice cream. We love candy. I've been working with the Nestle Corporation recently. Everybody knows that the best part of a Nestle drumstick is when you take the drumstick out of the bag and you pull on the plastic, you make it nice and taut at the corner, and you dump those extra bits of peanuts right out of the bag, right into your freaking mouth. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh. So my guys, I've been working with my guys down in the lab, and they've been working with these guys down at Nestle. And let me tell you, we're proud to announce and introduce Nestle Drumstick Peanut Bits. Whoa. We have removed the drumstick from the equation. You rip open the package, and there you're going to find 13 to 17-ish <laughs> little, little <bits>. peanut bits. <laughs> You pull that bag taut and you just let it rip right down into the gullet. Wow. Let me tell you, it's satisfying. This is reminding me of the Captain Crunch Crunchberry scenario, which gives me a name for you. What did you call these things again? The bits? The bits. Peanut bits? So you could call this sort of something along the lines of an oops, just just the the bits. bits. And see, we thought about that, but the reality is, is that this was no accident. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I do think it's a false humility sort of thing, but fair enough. You don't want to give any, you don't want to mislead anyone. I'm not interested in lawsuits. I'm not interested in in any sort of thing. We're looking to avoid any of that thing. I don't want people opening this thing up and being like, you know what? Feels like they meant to put 13 to 17 or so little bits in here. I'm not thinking that this was an accident. Yeah. I, I'm going to call, I'm about to call the CT, CRTC on these guys. No, Jeremiah, you're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. This reminds me of the famous lawsuit when the uh, consumers of Baby Ruth came together to charge that particular company with a failure to provide the uh, famed baseball slugger Babe, Baby, Babe Ruth. Ruth in baby form. In every package. In every yeah. single yep. tiny exactly. package. The people versus Baby Ruth. All right, let us begin. This is the Rats Nest, and I'm excited to bring in our entrepreneur of the week. He's a man named Ryan. Oh! Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's just my kind of guy. What's up, rats? Coming in real hot and hard. I like it. I love you guys. You guys are hard to impress. Well, yeah, you're damn right we're hard to impress. I watch the show all the time on the uh, podcast. Ryan, you've come out swinging. You got uh, you got mm-hmm. brass balls. Obviously, we respect this. Clang, clang, clang went the brass balls. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. We are recording this uh, audio only. We can't see you. So why don't you describe for us what you look like? Because you sound big and strong to me. Yes. Yeah. I'm huge. I'm about 6'8". Uh-huh. My head is oval. Uh, no hair whatsoever. Oh, like alopecia. My dad is the star of The Hills Have Eyes. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh yeah, I can picture. Exa- <laughs> I picture exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Okay. That's my dad. Oh okay. Oh, that's that guy. He's not that bad looking guy. He's a great guy. No, but he's but they used his face as a fright in the movie. Yes, certainly. But mm, but he yes, knows that he's aware of it, and he's like the nicest, funniest guy. He's confident too. He's still around. Oh shit. <laughs> Do you owe him money, or are you not really his son? What's going on here? He had to have been dead by now. He looked like he was about 20 to 30 in that movie, and that was about, you know, 40 to 50 years ago. So, yeah, he's very... Is the guy from Goonies still alive? The guy who played Sloth? Sloth from the Goonies? You know, he didn't didn't really look like that, right? My dad was the guy Sloth from the Goonies. Wait. Which one? Be honest about who your dad was. Tell the truth. Are you sure this guy is this? You're asking if it's the same guy? (laughs) (laughs) What's making you laugh? Okay, my dad was John Matuzak. 
He died <laughs> in 1989. Wait, are you asking? <laughs> I okay, Ryan. When you come in the next, oh my god, I don't like all this googling. I like you to know what you know when you get in here, and for you to not know what you don't know when you when no, you're in. No, this I have never seen a bigger power move than a man needing to Google his own father's name <laughs> and, and and to whether he's dead or not. I'm busy. I, I'm busy. Let me. I see feel like here. this is chaos. This is muscular chaos. I am so in awe of this. Good. Good. I feel like we're getting to know you so well. I what I'd love to get to know next is uh, what have you got for us, buddy? What what brought you to the nest? I want to know what you're pitching. So what I've been working on, um, I've made a little laboratory in uh, the back of the apartment I rent, and uh, it's a pill. You guys are gonna love this. It's a pill that other people take, and once the pill works in them, it doesn't bother them that you're naked. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I don't, okay. I don't like See, this no. I, okay. And when you said you were a listener, I I knew it and I believed it, and now we know for sure. Wow. Okay. And you're mm-hmm. speaking my language. I don't think we're allowed to talk about this. What sort are you of talking thing. about? What no, do you mean? You have to get their consent before you give them the pill. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. You're talking me into it. Well, that's the thing. Here, like, you have to understand. Uh, I'm six foot eight. I look like my dad, who was the beast man, basically, from Dales of Eyes. Dales of Eyes, right, yes. And so even if someone is attracted to my charm or whatever, they might be like, oh, I'm a little intimidated by the size of your body or the horror of your face. So I invented the pill where I go, well, I have this pill that you can take, and it if, if you don't mind, it doesn't give you any other adverse effects, any kind of weird... All it does is let you chill about what I look like naked. And now, okay, and this is, I, <laughs> okay. I like that you're specifying these things. These are important to specify. The pill is already made. I don't need money to make the pill. I just need money to make my laboratory a lot better, and I need money for stickers to put on the little tincture bottles. <laughs> you're looking for investments. I'm curious about the, the pill. So what it does is it is it makes the person who's imbibing the, the pill not mind the idea of you naked so mm-hmm. you could you you as the other person may or may you don't have to be naked all it's doing is it's just changing how they might might feel about uh the possibility yeah if the it doesn't it's not like a it's not like a weird like you guys got scared at first like it's some sort of bill cosby like what everybody does the spanish fly thing it's not like that it's not an uh, aphrodisiac you can take the pill and then, depending on how the night goes, you don't feel like uh, seeing me naked. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be used in sex. It could be like if you come over and I just want to be nude while I do <laughs> other stuff, you know, while I, while I make more pills. I make these pills in the nude all the time. And in fact, I take my own pill so in case I see myself in the mirror. In the mirror, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Is it just right. your body that it works for? No, that's the thing. Anybody, it's... it's the person in your closest vicinity, you you uh, take it, and then the person in your closest vicinity, you don't mind that they're nude in front okay, of you. Okay, so it's a, there's a proximity factor. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, radius. I put that in the formula. I do want to talk side effects, though. Suppose I've taken this pill and I'm next to somebody who I do find attractive and good-looking, and I want to see them naked, and I've just taken this pill kind of accidentally. So that... Yeah, that is where you have to be a little bit discerning because it kind of doubles up. So if you're with somebody that you want to see naked naturally and you take the pill, 
now you're kind of being okay with seeing them without any skin, and you just see their blood and guts. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Okay. That's a side. I did not see that coming. Wait, wait. Say No, say it again. <laughs> I feel like I, I, so, I need clarification. Say it one more uh, time. Okay. Uh, it's pretty easy to understand in my HO, but um, all it is is if you're with somebody and you're already in your mind, you've decided you're 100% cool with being with this person and seeing them naked, if you take the pill, it doubles up that intention and that feeling, and then you become okay with the idea of seeing them without flesh on their bones and blood okay. and guts. Okay, it amplifies the fact that you want to see them. It, as it naked amplifies as your chill <laughs> with what you see. I'm curious how deep how deep this goes. I'm I'm curious how deep you could go wow. with this. It's kind of like set. Inception. It's kind of like Inception. Yeah. So if you take a bunch of pills and you're already feeling comfortable, <laughs> then you're okay with seeing. A skeleton. So you'll just see straight through somebody. You'll kind of see like sort of like particles um, kinetically bouncing around uh, as fast wow. as possible. You can basically see like what the universe looks like uh, in just particle form. Okay, so that sounds like something that, you know, physicists would be interested in to understand the universe at its kind of most basic levels. Getting they know the about it. They know oh. about it. Okay, so you've, okay. you've brought, okay, wow. so you've brought they this go to like this. They go like this. Okay. Nobody wants that, Ryan. Well, I'll tell you one thing. There's a reason they're called physicists and not rats in the rat's nest. So. I'll tell you why we they're called I, physicists. I, 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 I know them. They're called physicists because they drink fizzy water all the time. They use that. They got that soda <laughs> wow. machine. The uh, what's it called? Jet stream. The soda stream. Soda stream. Soda stream. That's stream. a very rolled doll uh, <laughs> understanding of a per, of a person's yeah. uh, what makes their job. Well, can I just say, excuse me, old grizzled rat. Uh, I am aware that I made a pun. I'm not roll doll level educated, okay? I'm a genius that looks like my dad. Wow, shots fired. In my defense, I'm not an old grizzled man. I'm a 400-pound muscle rat. He's a muscle rat. In the, in the prime of my life. Maybe I should be talking directly to you about the magic wonders of this pill. Because you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I'll tell you what I'm thinking when you're pitching me this pill. There's no fucking way it does what you're saying it does the science is so inexact it's based on intention it makes me want to fucking puke this is the secret shit you're writing down stuff on a piece of paper and putting it under your pillow you're asking me to buy in the voodoo and magic i don't buy it let me tell you something you 400 pound muscle max a million i'm gonna door dash some of these pills over to your house right now you get a male or female over there that thinks you're absolutely disgusting and watch what they think when you start taking your clothes off. Then we'll talk about magic and wizardry. I'm a beautiful man. No one is turned off by me. You sound like you're falling apart. You sound like I've tapped into something emotional deep inside you. You know that you're not beautiful. I don't you know need, that you're a I don't muscle because you've been feel. running away. I'm too big. I'm way, way, way too big. I got to say, it was really awkward. I was at Hank's house the other day. He has to carry his modem around in front of him because the, otherwise the Wi-Fi can't get through his He can't body. get around him, He's yeah. He's so thick. <laughs> I'm too big, and I'm addicted to getting bigger and bigger, muscle-wise. Well, now we're on to something. I will DoorDash. Door, I have a deal with DoorDash for a oh, million. Have you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> for a million have you. All right. Yes, I do. You are really selling I me also out. make... <laughs> I also make my food in my kitchen and send it out DoorDash style. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh, I didn't know you could okay. do that. Do you, do you say it's a restaurant? Do you have a name for it? Or what yeah, do you it's call called it? Little Itsy Bitsy Tony's. 
Who's yeah, Tony? You're Ryan. <laughs> Who's Tony? I know, but nobody's gonna nobody's gonna buy food from a place called Little Itsy Bitsy Ryan's. He's right. He's absolutely. That's right. true. And what do you think? You, I'm sorry. Did you think Garfield true. created the hot Toronto restaurant Garfield Eats? No, it was some guy, some other wow. guy with a different name. Exactly. This is named after Little Itsy Bitsy Tony. Although, may I say that um, we know from previous episodes that I have created a line of Garfields that are, at the moment, not fully realized Garfields. They are just uh, cats that I have uh, trained th- in through hard means to, <laughs> to, dread, to dread Mondays, <laughs> roll their eyes. Uncontrollably and eat only lasagna. They are, uh, and they die within a year. We know this, but I've also, um, in order to create competition with Garfield Eats, which has since gone out of business, rest in peace. But I, I am allowing. I am. I have created the real Garfield Eats, which is uh, designed for cats by cats. And it's these large, crazy cats that I've created <laughs> and set them loose in a kitchen along with a bunch of sous chefs who have to follow what they interpret to be these cats' whims. Yeah. And so far, so far, they've created some pretty weird things. I would suspect as much. Garfield eats that, that restaurant would have lasted if it was, you know, I don't want to just go get a pizza shaped like a Garfield. I want to go, I want to go see Garfield eat. You know what I mean? I want to walk into a building I want to go behind, I want to pay a man $30, I want to go behind a secret curtain, and I want to sit in a dark room, I want a light to come on a stage, and I want to see a big, just a big, thick, thick old, chonky boy, just mow down, you know what I mean? I want to see, I want to see Garfield eat. So that's what I'd like to see at a Garfield place. Anyways, what were we on about? Uh, Little Itty Bitty Tonys. Yeah, Little Itty Bitty Tonys. It's a restaurant that I do in my kitchen. I I send out the funny part of it, uh, of the... uh, you know the gimmick is that the, it's extremely small portions yeah so you'll get like one one uh, ravioli one little whatever rigatoni noodle wow. but i oh, cook well. it it's still cooked but you, and cook you get it. it hot you get it hot how does it stay hot if it's only like one noodle i don't fucking know doordash doordash right doordash. Doordash. doordash is so fast man i don't know how they do it they got those uh space bags with the silver uh, lining yeah it's great. Right. Now, yeah. That's a silver lining. Yeah. I often, I'll often cook, and because my house is so big, my, my dining room is at the other wing of the, uh, the mansion. I'll door dash food that I've cooked to the other side of the house for me. Let me go around to the rats and ask you guys, is there someone in your life that gives you a hard time for when you are naked in front of them? You know what? In reality, <laughs> my wife... Okay, and we saw this coming from a yes. mile away. Yes, oh, we, yes. now let me ask you this: Would your wife consent to taking a pill that makes her chill about being around you nude? A nude dude chill pill. Hey, I love that. If you guys invest in me, I definitely think that's a a slogan. That's really good. If I invest in you, <laughs> you promise to use my slogan. But you know what? I started out with a mocking tone and I've come around. It means you're amenable to notes. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You came out here beating your chest and flexing yeah. on us like you were some sort of a punk boy, bad boy, yeah. rebel. And that that all may be true, but we I believe that inside, you're actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah, look, I just gotta, I want to clear something up. You guys think that I've been aggressive, but I just been confident. I, I I think I love this show. I love you guys. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or anything. I'm just a confident guy. You that, are very confident. Yes. Uh, and right. that is, you know, 
that is part of my swagger. That is how I mi- uh, I have all these different businesses. I'm starting to think maybe I do need these I pills. Hearing my friend get emotional, hearing my friend, uh, you know, finally kind of, I, I can feel you getting over this hurdle, you know, this hurdle that is your own body. Um, and it is quite hurdle-like. Is know. it one muscle? No, it's so many. It's a crazy network of tenuously pulled taut. Muscles. So you kind of look like a 400-pound crank. It's not the worst thing I've been called recently. I didn't even tell you guys the name of these pills. I can't believe it. That's true. <laughs> what is it? They're called No, No, Nah, Nah pills. That's brilliant. I mean, look. I know it's I fucking brilliant. I can't be. I couldn't be more in. I couldn't be more in. Don't you guys dare say No, No, Nah, Nah to my No, No, Nah, Nah pills. You've talked me into it. Nice. I'm in. Is that three ins? We're in. Jeremiah's in. Sherman in. Hank in. It's a bit of a roller coaster. We're up and down. You came in hot and you came in hard. And you know what? In the end, Ryan, you got three rats in your nest. So I love it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you to my uh, my illustrious rats. I want to thank Jeremiah saying, baby. Stay wealthy, baby. Most of all this week, I want to thank Hank S. I opened up some uh, wounds that I didn't know were there, and um, I bled for you tonight, fellas. I helped you a lot. I'm the best guest you guys have ever had. Jesus Christ, he's still here. You're welcome. I watched him leave and then rush back in, swinging his gun around. Okay, thank you so much, Ryan. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, thank you, Ryan. And a big thank you to Chris Locke. You can find Chris at chrislockworld.com on Twitter. Thank you, Hank, and thank you, Jeremiah, and thank you, me, uh, Sherman Michael Shunk. I have been Sherman Michael Shunk. I am Sherman Michael Shunk. I'll continue to be Sherman Michael Shunk. I hope that you'll join us here in the Rat's Nest next week. Come on. We're always making deals. Come on now. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.